0: You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is side A.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I am your co host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A R M O N D, Wake Up All. One word more important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. You can get all previous 300 some episodes. Of that podcast at ClockRadioSpeakers.com. dot we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram at CRS Podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, Google Play, the streets, uh, your your cars, your homes, your hearts. We're everywhere. And uh, yeah, Doc's here. What's up, man?
0: Oh man, uh, it is a beautiful time of year right now. The weather is just like this is exactly when you want to be in New England. <clears throat> like you can finally like open some windows. It's great. Love it. Love spring.
1: Everything's good here's,
0: man. Here's here's the only bad part.
1: Allergies. Al- allergies. Yeah. It's the only only thing. But yes, perfect time of the year weather-wise. Absolutely amazing. It's a little chi- a little chilly in the morning, but right around lunchtime, perfect.
0: Man, I I I went out to get lunch today and I walked from my office to go get lunch and I didn't need a jacket and it was just like amazing.
1: Yep amazing
0: I, I was just gonna say first of all uh, everybody can follow me on twitter if you want at doc at doc underscore beats s not a z um but like our said just follow the show and number two uh shout out to our patreon subscribers if you're not a patreon subscriber then you have no idea why the last two tabs open in my browser are the buster rhymes discography and a google search that simply says logic black people amazing if you want to know why you can go to <laughs> clockreadyspeakers.com Click on the Patreon link or patreon.com slash CRS podcast. Thank you to our Patreons. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, man. So what's join, uh, join What's new with you? Um done with school. Okay.
1: Done with school. So I have a month to do nothing uh-huh. and prepare on my kids to get here. Um they'll be here uh end of the end of the month, top of the month. So excited for that. Um yeah, I'm uh, I'm writing and rapping, and I'm uh, doing Momo Street talking to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm uh, whew. I don't really want to get into it. I don't want to be like the rapper, the, the something. I'm brewing something, but I, I, I know how I want to release this music to the public, and it's in a way that has never. I've never seen it um done in this way, and it it encapsul- it encapsulates everything that people would know me for just as the Armand Wake Up brand, the artists, the ministry, all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm super, super, super excited. Been making some really, really great records. Doc, that, um, I, I don't think I've told you this. I played Never Be for a group of people maybe like two weeks ago. They love it. Wait, which song? Never Be. That's, uh, uh that's the, that's the, that's the, I don't even know the name of the the beat. Oh, it's the first one we did. It's got the. It's hold on, the, just let me
0: look at Dropbox. <laughs> yeah, just look at Dropbox real quick. All right, hold on. Never be. I gotta read. Oh quick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, okay, that's that's it's nine six seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, people love that record. Oh, good. A, a nice. I played
1: it for uh, an an eclectic group of people. Everybody mm. was like, "Whoa." Not like, oh yeah, this is good. My friend's making music again. No, it's like, yo, right. This is crazy. So. I need to tweak tweak the the lyrics and the delivery a little bit, but yeah, we, in the infamous words of uh, Armand circa two thousand and ten, uh, we've
0: got one. I, we we also need to do something with with power. Oh yeah, 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 no no no, power's done. <laughs> oh that one,
1: oh that one, yes 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 yes.
0: We'll have to call it something else since you already have other records, but you.
1: Know. No, I don't. <laughs> I've already got I've already got it in mind we'll talk offline yep I've already okay. got an idea cool yep. so new stuff maybe soon-ish very very much so absolutely awesome absolutely absolutely what's up with you man
0: uh what's going on uh man not much not much just uh you know life is good right now what more can you say
1: life is good life, life is life. good
0: <laughs> you think about to have a summer on smash Ah. <sighs> It's gonna be a hot summer, I think is the uh is the way way, way I should say that. Um no do man, you, everything's good. Um Do so you we have talk a pool in the back? Oh, do I have a pool? No, I don't have a pool. My in-laws have a pool and they live in town. So I get access to a pool and I don't have to take care of a pool. There you go. It's even better.
1: There you go. All right, cool. So. Let's get into the show, man. What what's where should we start? We have a few random things to talk about, but I think these conversations in True Clock Radio Spec and True Clock Radio Speakers Fashion are gonna
0: evolve into something great. So I'm I'm ready. Uh we talked a little bit last week about NBA.
1: Yes. But why there's did a our, lot
0: more to talk about.
1: Why did our conversation run over last week?
0: Why did it run over? What yeah, mean?
1: I mean, like we we wanted to get more in-depth with NBA, but there was a, a a topic that we spent a lot of time on. Oh, it was the it was the B sides concert, right? Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Since that took up a whole side, we kind of had to like congest a lot of stuff in one side. So yeah, I would like to really dive. I want to say dive deep because that might put a, an expectation on it. But yeah, let's let's talk NBA playoffs because I've been watching pretty much every night. I'm excited.
0: So what series you want to start with?
1: Uh, we can start. Let's start on the West Coast. Okay. Let's
0: start Portland Denver.
1: <clears throat> yes. It's a great series to watch. Man, one of the fun one, series. One of the one of the best playoff series I've seen in a very long time.
0: And unlike the other series, I don't really have a feel for how that's going to end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can make a case that Denver should be up 3-1. You it's hard. It's really weird to. I think that's like a that's a basketball purist series because there aren't really any superstars besides Dame and Jokic sure but there's like there's not really a storyline outside of it's two teams literally fighting to win yeah. every single game and it's that's really all you can ask for
0: Yeah uh, to me like the the thing that when I want to look at that like I could look at the, you know I look at I look at those teams and I go I could Imagine either one being in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. But if I'm Portland, like, I feel like Dame hasn't really gone off 100% in this series. Yeah. Like he was last series. So if they're 2-2 and, you know, he is uh, and he's been not up to his normal standards, assuming he can snap out of it, that's got to, you know, you got to have a little bit of hope if you're Portland, right? Absolutely. Conversely with Denver... Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say it's it's literally a toss up, but I think you're about to make a make a larger point. Go ahead.
0: No, I mean I was gonna say with Denver though, like you know, um, they were a lot, because Portland were a lot really. I mean, they need Dame to to sort of put them over the top, right? Whereas like Jokic is just cooking.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's Jokic is doing a really good job of facilitating as well. Oh yeah, so I mean that's pressure... his game. That's his that's his whole game, right? Yeah, the pressure isn't really on him to. Score or create points like it is maybe for Damon and, and CJ, um, and they and Jokic has the uh, the privilege of being guarded by Cantor. Who <laughs> I have now dubbed Trash
0: Cantor. <laughs> and <laughs> is he on the bum list? He's getting there. Okay, do he's we, getting there? Do we have a any? Well, we can. So we, actually, this can be a reoccurring thing as we as we look at each series. Any bums stand out to you on either team here? Here, besides cancer, no. Okay. I don't
1: think so. That's pretty (laughs) bum-free. Yeah, it's (laughs) fairly bum-free. I was actually, I was having a conversation with some of my friends about who, what players have been playing out of their mind um, in the playoffs, who've been having great playoff runs. And Jamal Murray was a name that immediately came to mind. He has been hooping like crazy, and in this and in this series as well. In this series, uh, Will Barton has been playing
0: well, too. I feel like Gary Harris has been playing pretty good too, actually.
1: Yep, yep, yep. They yeah. got some. They got some guys, man. They got some guys, and they. I thought that coming off of a seven-game series with San Antonio was not easy, and then playing a four-overtime game, right? Where. The only reason they lost is because they had a, a, a fresh-legged Rodney Hood, which is hilarious. Um, it's the Rodney Hood game. Yeah. I thought they were done. I just thought that they were going to be spent, exhausted, and I'm sure they are. But for them to come back in game four and play the way that they did and squeak that win out, like, man, like, you know, you always see the the teams that are really good and you're like, all right, they're a couple years out. You know, Golden State was like that a few years ago. Um, Portland's been like that up until this year, um, and you think you figure they add a couple of pieces in, some vets, they get some underrated guys, some under the radar guys that can either come off the bench or you know silently get their 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 points off while all the attention is on Damon and CJ. Um, I I kind of chalk Denver up to being that team where it's like, yeah, they're good, but they're they're young, they don't have really have playoff experience, but they have been proving me wrong. This entire playoff run, I'm very, very, very impressed by Denver and just, their, just as a team, they're doing great. They're coach's great. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see them play. They're really, really dope.
0: I'm, I'm a fan. I mean, Denver should win Game Five, right? If because back at home, and when you've got a team full of like, I don't say role players, but like when you have a team full of like that guys, you know, oh that guy's playing well tonight. Like, typically, you know seems like stereotypically, but like, you know, that's when those players are like, you know, they're going to feel the crowd. They're going to, you know, more threes are going in, stuff like that, because if Denver doesn't win tonight, they don't want to go back to Portland for a a must win game six. Like they can win. They could do it. But when when you're a young team, that's that's bad news, whereas Portland, I mean, maybe they haven't always been super successful in the playoffs, but like this is not their first year. Right. So, you know. It's crazy to say that, like, for the higher seed, Game Five is a must win. But like, man, I mean, at this point, I guess they're almost wins. But like, I feel like Portland could survive, right? If if they lose Game Five, but if Denver loses Game Five, that that's tough.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that.
0: Which uh, who, who, which team would you rather like? If you if you had any, regardless of if it's Golden State or Houston coming out on the other side, like, do you have a preference for which team you'd like to see <sighs> advance? It's weird because
1: Denver like I want Damon CJ to win, but I don't know if Portland can beat Houston or Golden State. And the way Denver's been playing, um, I can't I almost feel like they have a better shot, but at the same time I'm still waiting on that inexperience to kick in. Mm. Um I would like I find myself, though I love Damon CJ, I find myself rooting for Denver.
0: Oh, I see, I, I find myself ro- rooting for Portland for sure. So here um, we go. Because I feel like I, I think Denver is the, is a more complete team, but I feel like Damon CJ gives Portland like if Damon CJ got to the next round and if they got hot, like it's possible. But like I don't know if Denver can beat either team.
1: Right. And I don't see either of those teams in the finals. I'm not gonna
0: lie. So we can go ahead and talk about Golden <laughs> so, State in Houston. Know, well, <clears throat> man, two teams I just hate. It's the worst. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bummery happening. It's it's the complete opposite of the
1: Denver Portland series. There's storylines and there's acting and embellishment and there's characters and there's bummery and it's just like. Lots and lots of threes. Lots like of... Houston's... Yeah.
0: Go ahead. No, I was going to say lots of players that I would never want to play a pickup game with. Like, not against, <laughs> but like on my team. Like, I don't want Chris Paul on my on my team. Mm. Do you really want Harden on your team? I th- I don't think you can...
1: You know, C- Harden's going to be the guy who calls the foul in the pickup
0: game. Oh,
1: <laughs> yes. Like, uh you can... Call foul in a pickup game. You gotta, you gotta get beat up pretty, pretty good.
0: Speaking of getting beat up, like I don't want to play
1: pickup with Draymond. I don't want to do anything with Draymond <laughs> except fight him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to fight him. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised this. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, please. Was, I'm surprised this series is two-two. I really am. You think Golden State should have swept? I don't know about sweep. Maybe like a gentleman sweep. Gentleman sweep. Like a like a four-one, but Houston. I mean. They just—I didn't think they had it, but they're going like—they're taking a—they're uh, taking a school out of like the Dennis Rodman. Here's how we won in the playoffs, where they're—they're they're just going to irritate the hell out of you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like they're too big to be trying to outshoot Golden State. What do you mean by that? Like they're like Draymond's playing the five. You've got Clint Capella. You've got PJ Tucker. You've got big guys on your team. And you've got PJ Tucker swinging around for a corner three. Like, sure, he can make that shot, but like, why aren't you beating people up in the paint? Especially yeah. Golden State, a team that has no size and uh, has traditionally shown that they can't handle that type of offense.
0: They can't. They can't play Capella. I mean, because as long as they're going to go small, like on the on the def, for the Rockets on the defensive end, like, what do you do with Capella? I mean, I guess they right. could play zone, which would be f- hilarious against Golden State nah you can't do that i know that right so you know what do you do right that's true and that's then the true. other problem that's is like capella's bread and butter is lobs
1: yeah offensive you, rebounds putbacks yeah and
0: you'd be tempted right if you if you try to go with the size mismatch <laughs> excuse me there's a the temptation to be like oh we got to exploit this like if you ever see like if the rockets are like oh we got a mismatch we got capella on a smaller guy Let's let's pound the ball into Capella. If you're the if you're Golden State, you're like fine by me. Go right ahead. You're out of your game. That's not your offense. I mean, not that the Rockets... I mean, the Rockets' offense is basically, you know, Harden's gonna dance around. Maybe maybe a corner three for somebody. Likely a step back jumper that drives me crazy. You know, it's the Rockets' offense.
1: Right. Um, or they'll have uh they have Austin Rivers swing around and hit a an elbow
0: jumper. I I give you some credit though. Why? What happened? Golden State has more talent. They just do. Sure. Like, I don't know. I mean, I like PJ Tucker. I think um I think he's historically underrated. I think he's now hopefully properly rated. Okay. But like, I don't know. Like you just go up and down Golden State and it's like they should be I mean, they don't have as much depth, right? But like their starters like it I don't know. I mean, everyone's talking about like what's going on with stuff, but like they should just be ouch. Like it shouldn't be that. It should not be two two to me.
1: Is there's a few things I think. Number one, what happened? What happened to their bench? They used to have a solid second unit. I don't know what happened to Cook. I haven't. Sean Livingston's been quiet.
0: Like, did they get rid of some guys and I just didn't know? I just forgot. I mean, it's the same problem like that. Champions always have where like the the guy who's on your bench and, and helped you win a championship now gets a. He now gets a, a pay bump somewhere else. Ah, it's the Harrison Barnes effect, right? I mean, also like they you know they they did, you know they do have Boogie Cousins who isn't playing, but like, you know, so he still has a chance to come back for the finals or for the Western Conference Finals. The
1: Kerr just said that he there, <clears throat> he's progressing way ahead of schedule, and there's a chance that he could come back. That's all they said.
0: I mean, depending on, I mean depending on who they play, they might. They, I mean, he could be an interesting wild card in the finals for sure, depending on who they play, but I don't know. Um, so between Golden State and Houston, uh, do you have a preference for which team comes out? Which team do you want to see in the, in the Western Conference Finals? Oh, Houston, absolutely. Is it just that you're sick of Golden State winning all the time? Correct. Or, okay. Correct.
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't want to see Golden State. So let me ask you this. If Golden
0: State can't even make the Western Conference Finals, does KD still leave? I think KD's gone no matter what. Mm.
1: The bigger news is that there are rumors that Clay's ready to go, and I think I think his playoff, the last few games have kind of put some emphasis on that. So I don't know if it's just hey he's had a couple bad games and now here's the media kind of running with a story with a narrative to match with the gameplay. Um, but Clay's gotten them out of a few jams in the playoffs,
0: and he hasn't really been that guy I mean, this year. I- I've said it I've said it before on the show and I'll say it again. Like the Lakers should be throwing max money at him. He's the sure. perfect, perfect wing player alongside LeBron. He'll guard yeah. he'll guard the best guy on the other team. He can hit open threes, and he can be a secondary ball handler. Like you could not ask for anything more. You know why that won't happen? Because Golden State's gonna obviously gonna give him whatever he wants. <laughs> and Clay's not old enough. Do <sighs> um, you think this goes seven or six?
1: I'll say seven.
0: I'll say seven. Okay,
1: I'll say seven. And so then you think?
0: So then you think that Houston is going to beat Golden State on their home no, court? No, that's what I want to happen. Okay, what do you think is going to happen? Um, Golden State's going to win in six. Hmm. So they win. They win the next game, and then they they close up at home. Yeah, yeah. Talk about like just like the opposite of the other series. Like Houston has to win Game Five. Yep. Yep.
1: I mean, but I would say I would say, well, I don't see Golden State losing two games in a row, but they just did. Right. But maybe they're not losing two games in a row twice. (laughs) Right. So I don't know. Um, So
0: you think it's going to be Golden State Denver? Uh,
1: sure. Okay. Sure. Or Portland Golden State, because I would love to see Dame carve
0: Steph up. I want to see... Portland Golden State would be fascinating to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Portland would do... And I think that's a series where... I'm trying to think. Well, that might be a series that they would want Boogie to come back at, because then that allows Cantor to... That allows the potential for a half court
0: game, or they could just keep jacking threes. (laughs) (sighs) You you like that? You you miss the inside play, don't you? I just hate I hate how this has just become a three ball league.
1: Sheesh! Like like it's just a it's just like unnecessary threes. But I don't know. Sure. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just old and old school. And now I'm like the generation before. It's like you guys just slam dunking and your your baggy shorts. Yeah, yeah. Remember when basketball was a man's game? <laughs> I've become that guy.
0: You're the guy who's like who's sitting there and is like, man. If there was hand checking, James Harden wouldn't be anything.
1: Oh my god. I don't want to be that guy. Okay. I'm not the guy that like hates LeBron because. Uh, he didn't like because he's s- subtly a threat to Michael Jordan's throne as the greatest player ever because he's so not a so- because get... he's not a
0: sociopath
1: right like right so oh he didn't win six championships oh he played tougher competition Oh, the 90s NBA yeah. whatever the- I believe I love Mike but Mike wouldn't be the player that he is in this era and by this era I don't mean basketball I mean culturally
0: it's a different game. It just is a different game now.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's hard. It's really hard to complain or compare. I'm sorry. Hard to compare. Apples and Skittles.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's, let's go, go to East Coast. Well, uh, where do you want to start? <clears throat> uh,
1: let's go Boston and Milwaukee since they played last night. <sighs> Boston looks cooked. Bruh. I, <laughs> I, I got nervous after that first game. Because they really Boston looked like they were clicking, and they looked like they had solved the Giannis math problem, and they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't.
0: Yeah, Kyrie's not looking amazing. I'm not counting them out because, like, it is still possible for that team to catch fire, but like, yes, time is time is really running out for them. Um. It's so funny. Like this is probably the, these playoffs honestly is the most Giannis I've watched like in games, start to finish. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy watching him. Why? I, I don't, I mean, I get why he does it because it's an efficient way to play, but it's like, there's so many plays where it's basically like, well, Giannis is going to attack and he's going to dare the refs to call a foul and they're going to call the foul and he's going to the line. It's not my favorite style of basketball. I get it if they're going to call it if they can't you know if it if you're going to get the contact and go like cool but like I guess it's it's funny like when we were growing up people always used to say that Shaq was never reffed uh, fairly right because he was so big
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I feel like if Giannis was like playing down low and getting that same amount of contact he wouldn't get nearly as many fouls. But because it's that that large of a, of a player, like moving at the speed that he can, and getting contact, it's they they call him like he's a six four perimeter player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, I, it's just not the most enjoyable to me. But it, I mean, that's a strategy that people have used in the playoffs forever, right? It's how Dwayne Wade won that won the Heat won his first title in like two thousand six, right? Like they were down to to Dallas, and then he just kept barreling in and daring them to call a foul, which they did. And then he just kept going to the line. Like that wasn't enjoyable then either, you know? Um, But yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's a testament to this league where it's like in a, in a, in a three ball league, you got somebody who's consistently attacking and then they just don't have a, like no team has a response for him because of how quick he is and the velocity that he's approaching the rim at. For sure. It's just like, what do you do? There's for really sure. no there's really no answer. Now I'll admit though, I've missed a lot of Milwaukee playoff basketball. Um I'm either I'm just running around or I'm busy. Like they're the team that I've seen the least. Mm. So I'm not sure about the other um players around Giannis. And I, I seriously doubt that if they had the best record in the league, right? In the season. Yeah. That, you know, it's not just Giannis driving. No, <laughs> no, that's not it. But because that, that
0: opens up you know they designed the offense like around Giannis really smartly, right? It's him and a bunch of shooters. Yeah. Um. And you know, you can either give up. You know, it's basically like you pick your poison, right? Um. It's it's. I mean, look, it's more enjoyable than the Houston offense, right? But it's just, um, I'll be interested to see. Like his career is gonna be super fascinating, right? Because he's gonna be like super athletic for a really long time, but like at some point he's gonna have to. I don't know. He'll need another move. You know what I mean? But, Absolutely. He, but he's not there yet. He's got so many years where he's just going to be able to get wherever he wants. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I agree.
0: I look ahead and I look at like... <clears throat> so do we, do we both think Milwaukee's winning this? Absolutely. All right, I was going to skip ahead but actually I'm ask you this. So on Boston, you think Kyrie's gone? Yeah. New York? Yeah,
1: I think he's gone. Yeah. I could see him in LA too.
0: Reunite with LeBron? Yep. That is not who he needs on his team right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, because the question now is like you've you've all this time you've wanted to be the leader of the team and now you're the leader and you're falling short. So do you go back to being the secondary option to, you know, one of the greatest players ever? Or do you try being a leader
0: under another system? Right. Right yeah, I don't know, right. like because if he goes to New York, you know New York's going after Durant. so like would he be okay being a second fiddle to Durant? But it's weird. I think
1: <clears throat> I think Katie is a little more selfless than LeBron is on the court. you
0: think, I think
1: so i I love LeBron, but LeBron is like just uh, he's a great no he's a he's a great passer, but I think sometimes he he like he takes over the game when he shouldn't and then he falls back when he should take over the game. I think KD does a better job of understanding like, to to involve his, his players better. And then I think that KD's a better scorer than LeBron. I think KD's the best scorer in the league right now. So if you have that threat, and God forbid they
0: get Zion, right? So that's a big three in itself. Kind of. I don't know how those mesh. Like, that's a weird sure it's a weird off i mean actually it's just gonna be fascinating to see like what team gets zion wait when do they pick the um when do they pick the lottery Lotter- lottery good question well let's find out because that's got to be coming up in a week or two maybe um, oh, oh, oh a week from today oh man yeah may 14th let's do it is this the uh is this the most and um, this is the most important nba draft since when Michael candy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kwame Brown. Um,
0: <laughs> early 2000s were rough. Um, Shoot, some of these years were rough. Well, yeah, it's hugely important.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I'm looking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think, um, I think
1: Kyrie's gone. I think somebody else from Boston leaves too. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know who. It's either it's either my my money is on
0: Rogier. I mean, if Kyrie goes, they kind of need to sign Rogier, right? They do. But I just have a feeling
1: because all those guys need the ball.
0: Well, I was going to say the other thing is like, you know, they still go. Well, if Kyrie leaves, they still go all in on Anthony Davis.
1: Oh, right, right,
0: right, right. And with Magic leaving, it's like.
1: You know, do you go to LA? Is because then it's just Cleveland with warmer weather.
0: <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think New Orleans will ever trade to him to LA. No, 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 not at all. But he's he's a free agent this year, right? No, next year. Next year? Okay, next year. So still got to trade.
1: <clears throat> I don't so
0: think that means that means Boston's got to back the truck up, right? You're probably talking Tatum. You're probably talking Brown, and you're talking draft picks. Mm. It's a lot.
1: The boss is back. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Tatum.
1: Tatum needs the ball.
0: All I'm gonna say is he worked with Kobe over the summer and he came back with some bad habits. That's all I'm gonna say. It's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> he he spends one summer with Kobe Brown and suddenly he's in love with the 20 footer. And it's like, oh God. Maybe 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 Kobe isn't the perfect person you want mentoring people in the modern mba yeah go spend a summer with ray allen <laughs> i don't know go spend a summer with some <laughs> yeah i don't know unless what you need to learn from 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 kobe is like how to think about nothing but basketball
1: yeah i was gonna say he might need to pick up on someone like kobe's mental right
0: sociopathy right but uh kobe's
1: crazy like michael was
0: yeah. <clears throat> all right. Um, the last series, uh, Philly and Toronto, it's 2-2, but I don't know. I Seems pretty obvious to me who's winning this series, but maybe I'm wrong. Who was who that? I think Toronto's winning this. It's weird
1: because, first of all, let me say this before we get into who's winning this series. Yeah. We talk about somebody having one move. Embiid has the worst move that Mark Gasol keeps falling for. Embiid is also not fun to watch. His pump fake at the top of the keys, <laughs> his slow motion pump fake, and Gasol jumps every like bro, like don't he's Tree Rollins, don't jump. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like when you when your your niece and nephew is playing Nintendo with you and you don't plug the controller up and they think they're playing. It's like don't fall for it. I, I'm I'm curious because Kawhi, I think that Katie is having an, I think Katie is having an excellent playoff run. I think Dame is having an excellent playoff run. I think Jamal Kawhi's Murray is having unbelievable. An, I'm, I'm getting there. Jamal Murray is having an excellent playoff run. Kawhi, like it's hard to describe because it. I don't think we understand what we're
0: watching right now. What he's doing, like his game. And this is going to sound sacrilegious. I'm not the first person to point this out. His game increasingly resembles like a mid '90s Michael Jordan. Mm. He's doing all that. He's doing the mid-range fadeaways. He's doing. There's the footwork. Even seems so like he's he's either been like learning from the same people or watching a lot of Jordan film, or I don't know what it is. But like to me, he's he has the most impressive postseason so far.
1: I'm enjoying. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No,
0: I'm sorry. no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Got it. You got it. You uh, got it. I was gonna say because he has to shoulder more of a burden. Like if yes. if, if he if he isn't playing out of his mind, Toronto does. Toronto's not winning some of these games. So that's why. So
1: that's why I'm like, well, why are they winning? Because Kawhi is strapping he's, the the team to his back. Good.
0: He's that good right now. And Philly, Philly needs Embiid to dominate. Because when he does, the rest of the team starts to make a little bit more sense. But when he's not in the playoffs, that team looks really weird, right? Agreed. Like, Agreed. You look at you, you watch Ben Simmons and Embiid out there, and you are like, I don't think these two can play at the same time. Like, isn't isn't like Ben Simmons? Shouldn't they be? I mean, Ben Simmons should almost be sort of like a, a slightly smaller version of Jokic. They should be playing him at center for some team where they're running the entire offense through him. And he's passing and cutting and et cetera, et cetera. Like, and he's playing defense. Like, a, he should be like a hybrid of Draymond and Jokic, but they can't. But they can't play him that way because they got Embiid. Right. Right. And so you're asking him to play on the wing, which he right. can't shoot, or right. he's down low, which means he's clogging up the paint for other people. Like, it, it doesn't right. work. Right. And so when Embiid isn't having monster games and strapping the team to his back, then basically it's like, okay, Embiid doesn't look. Hundred percent, obviously. So it's like, I guess Jimmy Bellers gonna bet bail us out, which he's been playing pretty well. Yeah, he has. And That team just doesn't work. And Tobias has been doing okay. He's okay. They could get a little more from him.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think there's room there's room for him to, to to grow. I don't know. Um, but here, I guess the question is, is like, who do I want to win? Because Toronto and Milwaukee, Toronto has no answer for Giannis. At least with Embiid, there's the potential there to isolate him, even though Giannis is way faster than Embiid. But who, what, Marcus all? Ibaka? Like, Giannis is going to punish both of them.
0: I, um, you could put Kawhi on him. He's going to shoot over him. But I want, I'd much rather have Giannis shoot over me than get fouls as I go to, as and go to the line.
1: hmm interesting okay
0: because that's his game he wants to drive or he wants to get the double team like and kick out like that's the whole offense right he can shoot he's gotten much better at it It opens a lot of stuff up but like sort of like how we were talking with houston with like you know you play more capella you try to get a mismatch all of a sudden you're out of your offense like if they're sitting there guarding you know if they guard him with Kawhi, they're just gonna they're just gonna give him the green light to shoot and like he's gonna have some games where that's gonna kill them but like they're also going to have some games where he's not going to be as accurate from the outside and you just live with it. I don't know. Yeah. You know, he's not exactly Durant from, from the outside. I mean, nobody is really, but you know what I mean? Like you can't cover Durant with a shorter player. Cause he's going to shoot over you. Yeah. So do you want to see, uh, you want to see Philly or Toronto? You want to see Philly? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I only only because up until now, I felt like Philly matched up better with Milwaukee. But you make a good point with
0: Kawhi. You make an interesting point that I would like to see. I'd like to see it. I mean, now the, the, the downside to that is if you're asking Kawhi to guard Giannis and run your entire offense and do everything, that's a lot. Yeah. So you think it'll be Milwaukee and... Pick one, Philly or, Philly or Toronto.
1: Uh, Milwaukee and i just go Philly because that's why I was going in before the show.
0: Milwaukee and Philly. They'll be, it'd be a super interesting finals. for uh Western Eastern Conference finals for sure. Yeah. If Philly loses, though, they got to figure out what they're doing with Tobias and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to figure their whole team out, basically. They went all in on this year. Mm-hmm. And if you go all in and you fall short to, you know, if Giannis catches fire and I mean more even or just stays what he's doing and you, you know, you lose to Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, hey, you got to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? But if you fall out in the second, if after going all in, if you fall out in the second round to, to Toronto, that's, that's, that's tougher. That's harder.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't, I'm not sure whether, <clears throat> what they're going to do after that, if they do.
0: I think Jimmy, I think Jimmy Beller has helped himself out a lot. You think this Philly system has, you think he's going to stay? I don't know about that. I think he didn't play well. I don't, I don't, I don't think he was a great fit during the regular season, but like, he's really like, he is not back down or he has not disappeared during the playoffs. He's been, he's, you know, he hasn't always shot perfectly well or whatever, but like he's there, you know, he's like, he is someone they, they're able to rely on some yeah, team dude, is going to talk talk themselves into giving him a max contract. <laughs> do you do you think that Jimmy Butler is the reason why they they withstood that Brooklyn punch in the mouth? Um a little bit. I mean, I think um in a weird way having MB not be able to play allowed them to unlock some some Ben Simmons for a little while. Mm. And that didn't hurt them, you know, they didn't need they didn't, you know, that that was enough to beat the Nets. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know given the way this Toronto team is constructed I don't I don't think that you could just tell Embiid sit down Ben Simmons has got this and it's going to (laughs) work right yeah
1: so we've got Milwaukee and you've got Milwaukee
0: and Toronto yeah who you got coming out the east Uh, the west you mean or you mean just in general who wins that yeah who comes out the east yeah (sighs) if Kawhi keeps playing this way who who's guarding Kawhi on Milwaukee. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I'm sure, I mean, they'll throw guys at him, but like, Kawhi's playing so good right now, I don't want to bet against Kawhi. Mm. And for Milwaukee to go, I mean, you know, they're gaining playoff experience, but they don't have a ton of playoff experience. Correct. Expecting them to go all the way to the finals. It Look, it it's possible. Like, young teams have done it. It's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Kawhi's been there. Marco Gasol has been there. He's done that. They got guns, like, like there's, got there, there's a lot of playoff experience in that Toronto team, so not all of it great. Who Who's the second option on that Toronto team? I don't know Fred Vanderfleet, um, f- f- Fred the Barber Van Vliet, yeah, um, <laughs>
1: yes, not to be confused with Brutus the Barber Beefcake.
0: <laughs> um, you know, I right it should be Kyle Lowry, but I don't know what's going on with him. I do. <laughs> I See think bum- we all oh, do. We, I forgot. So we, I, I, I totally, we totally went away from the gimmick. Okay. Philly and Toronto for those two teams. Who's on your bum list?
1: Oh, <clears throat> um, Philly and Toronto. Uh, hold on. Cause there's some bums. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So with Toronto, Kyle Lowry is definitely a bum. Okay. Um, Danny Green's a bum. What did he do? He just—he's been a bum since that since that finals, where they <laughs> lost to LeBron and he went to the club with him later that night. He's been—he's been done since then. I'm who going. On, with, I'm just
0: going with those two. Who on Philly? Is there are there are there any bums on Philly? Uh, let's see.
1: Mm, I'm always going to say JJ Redick is a bum. No, because I because I hated him and Duke. Okay. Oh, Greg Monroe is a super bum. <laughs> Greg Monroe is like Lord of the Bums. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, I've got the those two. Okay, G- Greg
0: Monroe's like King of the Ring of Bums. Milwaukee and Boston. We got any bums out there? Uh, let's see, Milwaukee.
1: Uh, no. Pretty bum free. Yeah, pretty bum free. Boston bum free. Um, Marcus Smart is is an, an A1 premium bum. Uh, Marcus Morris is teetering on bummery. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. Marcus Smart is like queen bum. They're
0: missing him in this series.
1: No, they're not. Yeah. He, they need his I'm defense. Th- no, they don't. <laughs> they don't need anything. Well, they need all the help they can get. They don't. They don't. No. <laughs> Uh, we gotta right. go to the west because we didn't do. I got uh, my my Houston bum is Nene. Oh, Nene's been playing really bad. Okay, he kind of slows them up.
0: Can Can uh, Carmelo
1: Anthony be a, a bum in memory? No, because I don't. I don't necessarily know if it was his fault that that didn't work.
0: Mm. Okay. I
1: don't know. Uh, Golden State. I mean, Golden State. Of course, of course, Draymond is. Draymond, of course. Uh, anybody else? Uh, Bogut's always a bum, just because I don't like him. That's it. instead
0: Steph's a bum too. So I don't like Steph. Man, I wish Steph, I wish Steph was playing better right now.
1: Steph, <laughs> I hate how Steph like like bumps his chest when he's when they're like up twelve and he hits a three. <laughs> like <laughs> like don't don't cheer now like please relax <clears throat> you know who's still who's still playing well Iguodala's is still playing at a high level this stage in his career they save him all year for this exact purpose yeah 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 he'll mess around and have a have a uh a vince Carter esque career where he can just bounce around in different teams and just help them
0: out but I, I don't know if he i don't know if he wants to leave i don't know if he should leave He's got a great gig, right? Where they basically yeah. give him all the rest he wants during the regular season, and then he gets to be a difference maker in the playoffs.
1: Yep, I can see that leading to a front office job when he retires. Like I think he's set. Mm. They like him there. Clearly, he's adapted to the culture there. I think he's good.
0: Yeah, I think he's him ready. on Philly seems so long ago.
1: Yeah, they used to call him AI. <laughs> nope, Andre Iguodala, his whole name. All right. Anything <sighs> else, NBA? You want to you want to mention? Nah. Who do you have coming out the West before we get out of here? Uh, overall. Mm-hmm.
0: I just have a hard time believing it won't be Golden State.
1: Okay, so you've got Toronto and Golden State in the in the finals as of right now.
0: <sighs> yeah, and Golden State's gonna smoke them. No. I'll All tell right. you, Golden State should be winning, but they're vulnerable right now against Houston. Mm-hmm. Now. But if Houston were to beat them, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that Houston's even the favorite to get out of the West. I just think there's so much history with this team, and they're so under each other's skin yes. that like, anything is possible right now. Yes.
1: Yes. Agreed. Agreed.
0: I just can't imagine a world where Golden State is not even in, in the Western Conference Finals of the NBA Finals. It seems impossible. I'd like to. <laughs> The team with Steph, Clay, KD, like they should not be losing this early. Yeah. Huh? I agree. Okay. I agree. Uh, um, let's move on. Let's talk about some music.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh,
0: your man Tyler. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's got an album coming. The King Has Returned. So the album is gonna be called Igor. Yep. Um, he's been sharing some snippets. On uh, on Instagram,
1: YouTube as well.
0: Yep. So this arrives, uh, May seventeenth. So week and a half from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you listen to the show at all, then you know that for Ahmad and I, this is like, this is, Christmas has come early, basically.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: yes. Would I what I'd be interested to see? Is like, I think since so his last album was Flower Boy in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he's a more confident rapper than he used to be.
1: I think rapper? I think so. Interesting.
0: I think he's just it, a more confident artist in general. That, that's
1: where I was going to go. Because Flower Boy, the rapping was very secondary versus somewhere like Cherry Bomb and Wolf and all that stuff. Like He was rapping his heart out. Right. But Flower Boy, the focus was on the music and the overall feel of the album. So I'm wondering if he finally finds that happy medium of both. Or if he's searching for it. He may not be searching for that.
0: It's been a real, real slow 2019 as chronicled endlessly on the show. <laughs> like, I mean,
1: our our bread and butter is music. So it's like, what do you do when there's no music to? Re- I mean, there there's music to review, but. Right.
0: Like he, he's got it. It's all wide open for him right now. Mm hmm. Like obviously other people will have stuff coming, but I mean, is the best rap album of the year so far what? Two chains?
1: Is that the only rap album of this year? <laughs> I don't know. We saw I saw a friend of the show, Jay Givens, tweet that he said Ventura was the album of the year. No. And my question was was like, well, what like where's the competition?
0: Right. Um You know, it's like,
1: is that its best that's best album by
0: default? Right. So like it's just all wide open for him. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I'm just ridiculously excited. All the snippets sound crazy. Can we like, play this? What's good snippet? And oh, go ahead. Real quick? Go ahead. All
1: right. Let's 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 play it. All right. Oops. Sorry. There we go. Turn my lights off How the fuck you cry with the mic on? Don't get excited, you Sam bowie ass niggas. I just get my mic on. Y'all said I wouldn't go nowhere, I since the detour. When you see this summon a crack right by the seashore, when you see them brand new big floors on the floor, if the cop says my name, bitch I'll be
0: Oh! The chords! Oh. Oh. Bruh. have
1: you have used those drums before, haven't you?
0: Yeah. I I need to find like whatever keyboard or plug-in or whatever he's using to get some of those beautiful N-E-R-D-esque sounds.
1: and there's there has to be kits and stuff. Around. Well,
0: you can get drum kits and stuff like that, but like to, I should actually, I should just look up like what Pharrell used on those old albums or whatever. I'm sure he's talked about it. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure Tyler went right out and bought them all because um, it is just a, s- a certain sound. Um, but yeah, his yeah, that just I, I love like that. Just that one song alone, right? Where like the beginning of it sounds like okay, this is like. A certain kind of aggressive Tyler that we know, and then he's like, "No, no, no, hold on, don't worry. Here come, here come the chords, here comes the melody." And you're like, "Oh,
1: reminds I see me where we're of a. Uh, it reminds me of the chord switch in a. Uh, God, hold on, what was the name of that Tyler record from uh, Cherry Bomb? I don't know it had Sid on it. Uh, I'm gonna find it. Hold on, it was Pilot. Oh, Pi- it's this really aggressive. Yeah." Just rhythms really I'm playing this for my phone. I don't know. So, super aggressive, and then, and it's just it's just out of nowhere the chords show up,
0: right? Just lifts the whole song up.
1: <laughs> yes, and if you don't commit to the first minute of the chaos, you don't get that payoff. Right. So, I'm I'm ready. This is like a, the perfect time for that type of record. It's upbeat, but it's still kind of got that that harshness to it. I'm
0: ready. Oh, he also announced uh, the Camp Flognath, uh carnival. Oh, did he? Yep. When? November 9th and 10th. Okay. Pre sale is May 10th. Okay, that's not happening, but okay. <laughs> I know I'm sitting there and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no. Someday I'm... I. I, it's weird. Like I want
1: to see Tyler live, but I don't want to deal with his audience. We're too. We're too old. We're too old. I'm not dealing with that festival audience. I'm not. Mm. Is he at a? He, he'll be at Governor's Ball. I could do that if he was at a. If he was at. He was somewhere else, like in a neutral location. I could do that.
0: See, actually, this Friday lineup. I'm looking at Governor's Ball right now. So he's the he's the headliner on Friday, along with Wayne, um, Georgia Smith. Blood Orange, the internet. Mm. Okay. Day two, mm, Florence and the Machine, 1975, and Staples, Ty Dolla sign. All right. Nope. Day three, Nas, SZA, Katronada. I don't need to see Sheck West. <laughs> He's going to do Mobamba 12
1: times. <laughs> Just for 30 minutes straight. Uh, Jack Harlow's a guy that I've been meaning to check out forever and I just haven't. I've heard good things about him. Mm. Now I'd go Friday and leave. But I... i Will I be out of town? No, I'll, I'll be back.
0: What is... Uh, yeah, still got tickets? Hold on. I should. One day, Friday, GA. 115. 115. You know, that's not bad. This You can still get tickets. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Interesting.
1: All right. Yeah. That first, that first day, got some joint side That
0: first day is solid. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen Wayne live. Nope. See Tyler.
1: I want to see Georgia Smith live for reasons that have very little to do with music. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet. I want to see live. But see, I don't know. I don't want to see the internet now. Um, listen to you. No, 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 no. Because it's based off of the album and I wasn't crazy about hive mind. They're going to do hive mind records though they did announce maybe two months ago that they were putting out another album this year. Either another album or two albums or something like that. Like, I don't know if I want to hear Hive Mind. And Girl. Oh, you know you're going to get Girl. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Girl's a great record, but, like, I don't want to hear, like, I, I should have saw them on tour when that when that album came out.
0: Mm. That's all. Just, just upset. That's all. Who do we con- oh here we go? It's like who do we contact? Wait, what's today? Oh man. I was like, we should have just uh tried to get a press pass, but we missed the deadline.
1: We gotta start doing that.
0: <laughs> we gotta start doing that. Our stats are good
1: enough to be like, hey. <laughs> we gotta start doing that. I think we sell ourselves short in that aspect, but we, we should we should let's just pop
0: for it. Let's just see. Oh, interesting. You were talking about Jack Harlow? Yeah. He's doing a show in New York, just in general, the night before. Okay. Mm. And then also that Friday night, No Names playing in New York. Okay. Because they got, you know, obviously they got lots of people in New York to do other shows. Right. Mm.
1: Right. Mm. Okay.
0: Anyway, um, so yeah, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went all over the place. Uh, speaking a little Wayne. Yes. Uh, your man Wheezy F Baby is uh going on tour with an interesting uh, interesting band. Yes. Um, what is the uh Lil Wayne Blink One Eighty Two connection? Have I have I missed this before? Well, clearly you you are
1: disrespecting
0: all the small things. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to see that? Oh life? man! You know where there. You know where the first date of the tour is.
1: I did see that.
0: <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. You know what the second date of the tour is? What? Hartford, Connecticut.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. What yeah. are the odds?
0: What are the odds? Oh, no. To celebrate the upcoming tour, Blink-182 and Little Wayne have done a mashup of What's My Age Again and a Millie. So, um, uh, I've been. You're gonna have. To, you're gonna need to play this. I'm gonna send you the link right now.
1: Oh, is it? Is it out? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Let's, yeah, let's let's play this on the. Let's play this live. I've been make, hmm. I've got a. I've got a coworker who looks like Fred Durst. So I've been singing random Limp Bizkit songs to him. I messed. I messed up and played the a Millie, or not the Amelia, I'm sorry, the Roland remix at work today. That was a mistake. It's like when you when you <laughs> let a bomb off, you know, realize that like it it hurts you too.
0: White people you didn't even know worked with you came, like they
1: perked their head around the corner, they're like, what's that? Everybody suddenly had a red hat on and some dickies and some chucks. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Alright, let's do this. Alright. Your
0: got isn't fair i'm looking at your disease like a bench stroke to god on the sheet of the tablet in my mind cuz
1: i ain't got time come a second in the trousers <laughs> all my dollar in the out
0: fighting of the shit 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 champions that's a dozen times one no no, 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 no. Uh, it's even worse than i thought it was gonna be. wow that's so bad OK. So
1: do you want to hear this uh Stutton Like My Daddy, Lil Wayne Blink 182 match? Somebody did this. I don't even want to. No, 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 I don't. I mean, so I guess this this kind of poses it poses some things, right? It poses this idea of like we're in a we're in a transitional period in the music industry, right? People sure. are trying to figure it out, make it work. So, you know, yep. record sales aren't what they were. And that was often people's bread and butter. You know, it's kind of like the the artist, the major artist has to take an indie approach and be more proactive, be more outgoing, use social media, uh, get on the road more, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got two extremely established artists. Blink-182, Lil Wayne. Uh, Lil Wayne definitely has a built-in audience. I'm sure Blink-182 has one as well, but, like, I guess why bring them together and what's going on?
0: Uh, so, let's just say there's going to be a lot of people wearing, like, what we would have in the 90s called skateboarder outfits. Yes. going to be a lot of that kind of fashion at this. Fest. I, think, um, I think you and I are just old, to be honest, <laughs> right? And And we come from... I mean, it's not like Blink-182 and Lil Wayne are exactly like young pups or whatever, but like and we still think about music in these very these genres and these very separate categories. I think you're going to only see more of stuff like this. Like Lil Wayne is in a sense he's not the first, you know, rapper to go on tour with, with a rock artist, but I mean, <laughs> Wu-Tang did it with with Rage Against the Machine 22 That's years ago. Right. Yep. Um but like as the playlist era just exists now where people songs get put alongside each other and then you have musicians and fans growing up on that entirely this sort of stuff is only going to keep happening and it won't be seen as a novelty you know Mm. like this i mean the fact they did a mashup of a million what's my age again first of all they're going to perform that and you're just going to be like oh god um but that's my reaction that's your reaction probably but like there are some people who they're going to be like yeah this is really interesting i remember this stuff growing up this is going to be great Mm. There's going to be a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of nostalgia here. Mm. And and it's one of those things where it's like, it's two known artists, well, a, a known group and a known you know, solo artist who, like right now, probably couldn't sell out the venues that they're going to be going into. Mm-hmm. But together, they'll make it work. Mm. And they don't really, like the person who's opening for them is... Who is this? Uh, some Welsh pop punk group called Neck Deep. Sure. So like, it's it's gonna be like a thirty minute a twenty five to thirty minute opening set, and then basically two like headlining sets, right? So like, if you're a Wayne fan, you can just come for Wayne. If you're a Blink One Eighty Two fan, you can just come for Blink. Like, th- they'll be okay. This is an interesting strategy for like really well known groups who don't have something major happening right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think I mean like I'm trying to think who else would be a candidate for this <laughs> um, it also helps that Wayne has we'll say dabbled with rock in the past. this is not yes. a yes, you know, this is not a new thing for him, but he poorly
1: dabbled in rock, so there was well, like there wasn't really was there and and when I said it, I'm like, sure, like, I'm not talking about the music as much as I'm talking about. did he get accepted by? the rock community or did his hip-hop audience embrace like, hey, this was a left turn but it was really dope. I think everybody collectively was like, nah. So mm. it's more of a Wayne thing more than anybody else. Mm. It's like, you know, never mind, I'm not going to use that as an example because people are probably going to, whatever, it's my show. So it's like how people, like personally, I don't want to hear Jamie Foxx music. Right. Where I would rather maybe watch his movies or watch his stand I'm not even crazy about his stand-up but like, you know it's when the comic because i mean eddie murphy did it the comic wants to be the artist or it's when shack was rapping except shack got jay-z and nas and wu-tang on on his album so and biggie um yeah it's like trying to force something that they want for themselves but their audience isn't necessarily clamoring for you know who else would fit in this space who tiger how so I think that he could collaborate with a... I think he'd go on a, on a tour with a pop artist or an artist from a different genre, and it would do really well. Hmm. I think that probably should be his next move. He could, he could corner that Tone Loke market. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't see Tone Loke in no hip-hop clubs. Young MC wasn't at the, at the tunnel. <laughs> Buster Move wasn't a tunnel banger.
0: Speaking of Tyga, <laughs> have you seen his new his new video with YG? No. It's, Why would called, it's intim- called Go Loco? No. YG I'm not inti- Let's just say right. the Yeehaw agenda is in effect. So
1: did 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 I was about to call him Young MC. Did YG see that little Nas X video and be like, "Oh, is this what you guys want?" He's like, "Well, it was more like I can put a cowboy hat on too." <laughs> Y'all want to see Pop come back? Woof. YG is Did YG pull the wool over our over our ears? I think he did. You know what it was? Sycamore. What Sycamore. What do you mean by that? So when YG put out my crazy life, he was with Sycamore. Yeah.
0: I don't think he's with him anymore. I, I think it also has to do with Mustard was in the zone.
1: I mean, but yeah, okay, sure, 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 sure. sure.
0: Yeah, and it, mustard sound was still novel-ish, right? It was, it wasn't. You know, now you hear it and you're like, all right, I get it. But it was a time. Yeah, all right.
1: And that time is the time is gone. All
0: right. Uh, anything else you want to say about Wayne and Blink One Eighty Two? So I'm no, guessing you're not going. Not at all. What if you get the What if you get the call for for veterans tickets? What day is that? (laughs) Uh, I think it was like May 27th. Is that right? I'll be out of town. Mm. (laughs) Just missed it. Um,
1: I just hold on. I see a flyer right now for Halloween in Denver. Immortal Technique, Jedi Mind Tricks, and the Wu-Tang Clan.
0: There is a real certain kind of fan going to that show.
1: Absolutely. Lots of triple five soul and echo.
0: We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.